I take the bus to work here in Boston. It feels like the right thing to do. Fewer cars, less greenhouse gas emissions, and it lets me read. But my bus runs on diesel, and diesel is dirty. Switching to electric buses powered by renewable energy would be much better for the environment and combating climate change. In China, electric buses are everywhere. Here in the U.S., though, not so much. But the electric bus movement here is starting to get charged up. Here's the world's Jason Margolis. If you want to learn about electric buses, take a ride with Dorian Barnes. He's the executive director at Foothill Transit, the agency that moves people around East Los Angeles County. Well, as the as the first agency in North America to implement、uh, battery electric buses, we have had visitors from literally around the world who have come in. There are some weeks. Our electric bus ride was much quieter than a traditional bus. So, for example, you don't hear the motor running, but you do hear the air conditioner running, which. Barnes says Foothill Transit operates 33 electric buses, about a tenth of its overall fleet. To the best of my knowledge, we have the largest electric bus fleet in operation in North America today. By comparison, the city of Shenzhen in China has some 16,000 electric buses. A decade ago, China began prioritizing electrification of its public transit with subsidies and national regulations. Today, China has more than 400,000 electric buses, about 99% of the world total. In the entire U.S., the number of electric transit buses is in the hundreds, but those numbers are projected to grow rapidly as technology continues to improve and buses can go farther. We have a, a fast charge bus that has about a 40 mile range. The beauty of that bus, though, is that it can charge in less than 10 minutes. The bus that we're on today is an extended range bus. That bus has a range of 190 miles. That can cover a lot of daily routes, but when an extended-range electric bus runs out of juice, that's it for the day. It recharges overnight. With diesel, you just go to the pump and fill her back up. Diesel buses are tough to compete with. If I buy a diesel bus and it's got a hundred-gallon tank on it, an average diesel bus gets about three point eight miles a gallon. I've got three hundred eighty-mile range sitting there. Dan Rodebaugh directs the Center for Transportation and the Environment in Atlanta. Yes, diesel buses can go about twice as far as most electric ones, but Rodebaugh doesn't think that we should be burning so much diesel. Transportation is the largest producer of greenhouse gases of any other industry. Buses operate 12 hours a day, not one hour a day like a passenger vehicle. So you're you're really getting a lot more done by converting a, a transit bus than you would be converting anybody's individual car. And so Rodebaugh says we should focus our efforts on electrifying buses. But again, the problem is range. In the cold, bus batteries drain faster, working overtime to heat up the cabin. And in the desert in Palm Springs, California, where summertime temperatures can hover around 115 degrees, batteries get taxed, cooling passengers off. Our battery buses go about 130 miles max. Lawrence Skyver is the CEO of the Sunline Transit Agency. Still, Sunline has found a way to use its four new electric buses. Well, we run them on our express route, so they run in the morning. They come back in for an opportunity charge in between, and then they go back out in the afternoon. When they come in in the evening, we charge them overnight. Sunline also has fuel cell buses, which run on hydrogen. Those offer much greater range, but building hydrogen fueling stations is expensive. So there's no clear-cut best bus for tomorrow. And transit agencies across the country are left to experiment. Many are working with the Silicon Valley startup Proterra, the first and largest American-based electric bus manufacturer. 
At its Burlingame factory, robots group batteries into packs that look like ladders. Those will fit on the underside of a bus. Proterra doesn't just build the vehicles. They also help transit agencies set up the charging infrastructure to improve the range for their buses. So these are two different versions of overhead chargers. Proterra CEO Ryan Popple points to devices that look like wires that charge a traditional tram or electric trolley. But instead of the vehicle constantly touching a wire to recharge, it pulls underneath one of these stations. The arm comes down and touches a connection point on top of the vehicle. So it's possible for them to restore 10 to 20 percent of the range of the bus in just a short break, like a 10 or 15 minute break. So that's You can also charge an electric bus inductively, meaning using no wires. With more experimentation, charging solutions will continue to improve. Back on the quiet bus, Doran Barnes says we'll get there. Just look how far we've come since he drove a bus back in college in the 1980s. Well, when I started as a coach operator, not only were electric buses not on the radar, but even natural gas-powered buses weren't on the radar. At that time, diesel was the fuel that was being used pretty much in all transit operations in North America. Barnes says Foothill's entire fleet will transition to zero-emission buses. It's actually not that bold of a prediction. It's the law. California is the first state to mandate such a transition. The state says that retiring diesel and gas buses over a 30-year span will cut emissions equivalent to taking 4 million cars off the road. And here's one more perk. A survey showed that passengers think drivers of all electric buses are friendlier, too. For The World, I'm Jason Margolis, West Covina, California.